This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, TV junkies and couch potatoes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert, and I'm one of your two incredible hosts. That's a little self-congratulatory, but... But not if you self-congratulate, if you mutually self-congratulate. That's right. not how that should be described. No, it's true. It's, you uh, give props. I, I get what you're saying. And you just heard the the second incredible host, uh, Mr. Rich. How are you doing, Rich? I'm hungry. Yeah. To quote the great Scott Steiner, I'm hungry. Yeah. I am too. We probably should have ate before we did this. <laughs> Well, I didn't know you were hungry. If I knew you were hungry, I would have like brought it up. And, you know, I'm just realizing now that's easily solved by asking. <laughs> you know, I was already like a, resigning myself to the food that we have here now. I was uh-huh. like, oh, I guess I'm just going to eat a banana. The like, food that you have here now. Yeah. I have nothing in here. It's looking uh, like Stalingrad in here. It's <laughs> like there have been no supplies to come in for about... Five weeks. We need a drop. Yeah. Somebody schedule an airdrop. Probably way longer. And I don't know yeah, history well enough, but it's been much longer. Yeah. Um, what do we do here? Hey, so what we do is Rich and I use our fantastic Netflix randomizer. Not ours, but we employ it's the just uses ours. If you want it, you can have it. Of uh, Netflix Roulette. Netflix Roulette. Dot something. Dot net. Dot net. That's Get it? Odd there. Net. It's clever. Yeah. Very good. That actually like just dawned on me, I think, like two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> right. And so using this tool, we are going to, at random, select a television show that is hopefully available for streaming on Netflix. Um, if it is, what Rich and I are going to do is watch the pilot episode. No, watch the fuck out of it. Watch the fuck out of it. Come back. Give you probably a quick little synopsis if there's some plot to be had in the show. And then share our thoughts and feelings, among many other things. And we're going to get it this time. We're going to knock it out the park. Yeah, absolutely. One shot. We're totally going to do it this time. <laughs> All the other episodes, practice. This is for real now. Um, but before we get to that, Rich, do we have any uh, exciting feedback from any uh, of our wonderful listeners? We do. Uh, uh, our good friend, uh, Lily Nelson. Oh. Uh, at Lily underscore Nelson underscore. You very rarely see the end underscore. Oh, that's true. Uh, you guys got me into Young Justice. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. You're welcome. I'm very happy to hear that. Thank you, Lily, as always. Uh, and this one actually spanned two <laughs> Twitter accounts uh, from at Stand the Dry Bear, uh, formerly Kid Incredible. Um, Long time uh, Pod Swallow supporter. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and he originally tweeted uh, to us at uh, the Blank Slate account, mm-hmm. uh, which is at Blank Slate Pod. Uh, and then eventually realized he did that and apologized, and to which I'm like, dude, I've literally done that on the podcast before. I can't remember what it was, but uh, Mullet called me out one day. He's like, hey, I think on Blank Slate you said the picked up Twitter or vice versa or something like that. So I'm like, dude, it trust me, it happens. All the time. But 
what he wanted to say was that Powerpuff, Dexter, Bravo, etc., all came out of the What a Cartoon show. That's what it was. Thank so, you. Yeah, they were kind of called What a Cartoons mm-hmm. instead of like Nicktoons. Right. So yeah, that- I can remember, I can specifically remember the Dexter and the Powerpuff like pilots. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the Johnny Bravo one if I ever saw that. I, yeah, I, um, that's cool though. Like, thank, like, thank awesome. You. Yeah, for helping us fill that in. Cause I wasn't gonna look that up either. I was just gonna let it lie and just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of cool. It was sort of like a, I guess you could say, would have later inspired Kablam. Cause I'm pretty sure like some other shows for, for Nickelodeon got spun off off of Kablam. Yeah, I think that those type of sampler package like anthology shows uh, usually were the launching grounds for a lot of good cartoons. Same thing used to happen in the golden age of comic books. Like you'd never like debut with your own series. Yeah. You'd end up in some anthology. Mm-hmm. And then if you kicked ass, you'd get your own series. Yeah. And if you sucked, you'd just never heard from again. Never. Like worse than death, just forgotten. Until some like comic hipster grew up and was like, hey, man, whatever happened to this guy? Yeah. Are there any of those guys that you could think of? Yeah. Uh, Crimson Avenger, who actually Jeff Johns made into a very, very cool character. But the Crimson Avenger appeared like he appeared in Detective Comics like 20. And then seven issues later, a little guy by the name of Batman debuted in Detective Comics. (laughs) And he kind of took over the the book so he just more so got like overshadowed yeah um he's one the star spangled kid i know it sounds really dopey but another again another character made very cool by jeff johns jeff johns seems to know what he's doing yeah i want to give a shout out to jeff johns again and i hope he hears this yo if you're listening to this tweet at jeff johns yes i'm assuming he's on twitter oh and and yeah, let him know that uh, he's got a big fan and a big supporter oh, yeah. over here at, at Picked Up. I am. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna tweet him. I'm gonna say Jeff Do Jones. It. Thank you. It's just gonna be thank you. Yeah. Period. That's that's the cool thing about Twitter. There's a lot of shitty things about the internet. Mm-hmm. That's a super cool thing about Twitter. Is that's his account. That's on his phone. He will get that message. That is cool, right? God, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and okay, hold on. Back to the Star Spangled Kid. Yes. When was that made? That was made in your... Like, was that like... Tell me that was like the 20s. No. Don't tell me it was the... 40s. Okay. It would have been like... I think it would have been like right wartime. Probably like 40, 41, 42. That makes perfect sense. If it was anywhere like 60s and beyond... Then that's the corniest shit ever. Oh, yeah. No one would have stood for it. I that mean, was DC. everyone has hated this country for like since <laughs> Vietnam. So, yeah, no one would have made that character. Uh, that was DC? Yes, it was. Was that sort of like their swing at a Captain America type deal? Kind of. Yes, it was. Um, and I'm trying to think. Okay, because there's Star Spangled Kid. And he, that was a sidekick of... Somebody else. See, now some really well-educated nerd can jump in on this and Francis tweet Francis Scott Key Man? Yeah, something like that. It wasn't Starman, but there's a lot of crossover between the Starman and actually Star Spangled Kid. A lot of, lot of different stuff going on. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. Mr. Fort McHenry? 
Yeah. I'm just dropping um, all. I'm, I just dropped the two pieces of trivia that I knew about the Star Spangled Banner. And that's not why, even trivia. That's general knowledge. Yeah, I don't know why they never made a superhero of like Andrew Jackson, and like because he was just like he'd be like old a, Hickory. He'd be like a Punisher. I feel like yes, he'd be like that really line straddling antihero. Antihero <laughs> who just hated Indians. <laughs> be terrible. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You've been watching anything? I have, sir. In fact, a uh, <laughs> couple things. I actually have been watching television. Me, sorry. Oh, bless you. Bless you, my friend. Um, I have been watching television, and I did uh, an extracurricular event that was very yes, cool. Yes, you did! I did. I did something pretty neat. I went to a live reading of Bob's Burgers at the Chicago Theater. Uh, this was part of like a tour that they're doing. They're hitting a couple cities it looks mostly throughout the Midwest. They did Minneapolis, uh, Chicago, Milwaukee. I got a souvenir shirt that I got for $15 as opposed really? to 25 Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they spilled mil- spelled Milwaukee, Milwaukee. And they spilled milk all over it. They spilled milk all over it. It's also, awesome. spelling Milwaukee, Milwaukee could totally... You could totally pass that off as intentional. If somebody... If you're just, a comedy show told me the situation and didn't tell me the prices yeah i would have 100 percent thought that the error t-shirt would be more expensive because it's just funnier yeah, yeah. neater how much uh, was it regularly like 30 25 25 25 okay. 15 so it's cool but like yeah if you're a comedy show you could totally do that if you're this would have just been great in general uh before it ended but if they were doing like live readings of dexter yeah <laughs> no you can't have milwaukee on there you're right you're right. The Sopranos, I'm like, they couldn't yeah. take it seriously. Yeah. Or I got whacked in Milwaukee. Now, that would make sense. That would work. We're bringing it all the way back around right. to making sense. But the show was really see. great. Can I see? The, sure, sure. I'm looking at the front, it's pretty cool. It's just like outlines. How you would have on like the back of a family person's car, uh, like the stick figures outlines of like, you know, members of the family. Right. And this is like that, but just specifically of all the... Bob's Burgers family. Yeah, I will. I'll be tweeting a picture. So check the the picked up uh, Twitter at picked up pod for uh, a view of the shirt. Let me see the back. This is great for a podcast. Okay, cool. It's like a a a concert. Uh, (laughs) Milwaukee. That's great. Upper Darby. That could have easily been messed up too. Uh, Do they have any other dates coming up? Let's see. Uh, If you are, yeah, they just like just kicked this off. So if you are in. Uh, what day is this? What day is this going to go up? Um, hmm. What day is this Wednesday? That eh, doesn't matter. Uh, this Friday uh, in New York, New York at the Beacon Theater and Saturday in Boston, Massachusetts at the Orpheum Theater. Go see live reading of Bob's Burgers. You can turn around now. It was pretty cool. What we what they did was they did two-thirds of an unaired episode, like a future episode. So it was like a preview and a live reading, but I didn't get the whole episode. But that was fantastic, and they finished with a Q&A, which was fun. Uh, and you said they did a little stand-up too, right? Yes. That was the that was uh, my favorite part that I wasn't expecting. Um, every one of the principal cast members, and because I'm a horrible fan, I can't recite all their names, did some stand up, but they were all really unique, really funny. Let's see. Uh, so we have H. John, H. John Benjamin, Benjamin and Kristen Shaw, Eugene Merman, yes, Dan Mintz, 
Yes, that's and... Tina. And then I don't know who Linda is. Okay. Disrespect. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and I thought you liked the show. I did. I thought I liked the show, too. However, I want to give a special mention to a Sean Benjamin, who was incredibly he, funny. I'm excited to hear that, because I don't know him as a stand-up comedian. As far as I know, he doesn't do stand-up. You know, maybe that's why, because it it wasn't so much like stand-up uh-huh. as it was like him shitting on himself <laughs> for like 10 to 15 minutes, and it was funny. Like... <laughs> And I, you'd think I'd get old or whatever, but it was, he was like, I can't do his voice. It was like, yeah, you know, I'm uh, short and I'm fat. And that's the worst. You know, I, I, I look at tall, fat people and I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> and he just had all these great things. He, oh, it was awesome. But yeah, everybody did an excellent job. Great. Uh, you know? Have you been watching anything else, or was that like the the main thing you wanted to talk about? Archer, that's pretty cool. Been finishing that season of Archer Vice. Cool. I'm like, I think I'm like eight episodes into it. I actually did look that up, and they are in the middle of like their sixth season right now. Yeah. So I have been slacking on that. I you gotta know, pick up on that. As much as I'm enjoying it, and I, which is immensely, I did think that it was gonna be. Like a Miami Vice parody. I thought it was going to be an entire season in like South Beach, which I was really excited for. Yeah. Where this one is like globe trotting. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of hard to sustain. I yes. feel like be, it would for sure. It it'd be it would do well for like three, four, five at the most episodes. Yeah, it'd have to be like a short season, like a half yeah. season. But uh, yeah. yeah. How about yourself? Have you been watching some good stuff? Surprisingly enough, I haven't really been watching anything. I, I... Spit take. <laughs> <laughs> this is my kitchen. I'm not going to spew beer all over my own also, kitchen. And all of Rich's audio equipment. That's the podcast spit take. Yes. It's such a visual gag. Yes. For you to really appreciate it, it is best to just simply say... Spit take. Yeah, we could be on to something with just just saying the action yeah. rather than trying to convey it through it, sound. And here's the thing. It's not like you were completely cheating because you were 100% taking a sip of beer. Yes, I was. You, that that part is real. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to rack my brain. Aside from like just what I regularly watch, um, you know, and what's in season right now. Got really nothing. I've been, I don't know. It's WrestleMania week, so I've been watching some WrestleManias today. Um, yeah, that's about it. Is there anything coming up that you're really excited for? Or even even if it's something you're not planning on watching, have you seen a preview for anything that's like, well, that could probably be a good show? Not TV-wise, no, no. Not even. Like, really, the only thing I'm anticipating is... Game of Thrones. Cool. Uh, this is sort of adjacent, I guess. Um, uh, this runs parallel to Game of Thrones. But last year, for the first time, HBO released uh, a mixtape called Catch the Throne, uh, which was like a just a compilation album of like rappers rapping about Game of Thrones. And they released their second one this year. And it, 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 was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't a catastrophe. Okay. Enough so to where they did a second one. And so I listened to that. 
And it was pretty cool. Method Man's on it. Snoop Dogg's on it. They have some more rappers, and uh, they put some metal on it this year, which is like, ah. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you're like lauded metal, I just can't get into any metal. Yeah. You know? It's very, like, divisive. I don't know if that's the word. Like, And I find that there's very few people who hate metal. There's people who love metal and people who can't get into metal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was like another, I don't know, just an interesting promotional material. It's not like they promote it everywhere. They just kind of put a thing on Facebook about it. And it's like, oh, cool. This is the second one of these. Yeah, It's an interesting, an interesting call to make to all those rappers. It's like, yeah. oh, yes, hello. Hi, uh, is this uh, Method Man? Do you watch Game of Thrones? Are you? Yeah, you like Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then Method Man's like, I love Game of Thrones. Hell yeah! Method Can Man I please make a rap song about Game of Thrones? Well, he's part of the HBO family. You know, he was in The Wire, so he was. Yeah, yeah. kind of obligated to do it, right? He's got to be. Shall we do the damn thing? Let's do it. Rich is about to spin the Netflix roulette randomizer. And it's going to be awesome. Any guesses as to what we'll get? I mean, we seem to be on a run of... Of those overextended British shows. Yeah. So that's an educated guess right now. It's either going to be British or cartoon. Yeah. Watch, we're going to get like Tintin the series or something. (laughs) The only cross section. Did you ever watch that? That the Spielberg no. motion capture? No. I wanted to because of uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Right. Uh, just never happened. Yeah, I gotcha. I wish. Oh man, I wish the the uh, the Mighty Boosh was on Netflix. That'd be yeah. fun to watch. I can't remember if we talked about it on the show before. That's a crazy one. I think we have. I think we have. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Uh, just a moment. Rich is getting ready to do it. Huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. We have from 2011, Moonshiners. It's a documentary series. takes viewers into the lives of the eccentric characters in Appalachia who have been making moonshine for generations. Though they operate outside of the law, the Moonshiners share a strong, honest connection to each other. I've actually seen this show before. Yeah. Yeah, caught like a marathon on one weekend. It's on like fucking history or one of those channels that used to mean something. And now it's just every other channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that kind of show where it's a weekend, quote unquote, educational channel show where you just they just have a marathon on that weekend and you watch the whole thing. Yeah. Could uh, we get that year one more time? What year was that? 2011. Okay, because I was trying to gauge, like, is this going to be, like, first-generation History Channel or, like, fourth-generation? It's modern-day History Channel. And it's also, the interesting part is it's modern-day Moonshiners. Yeah. That's that's kind of the interesting part, because how that's still a thing, I don't know. I don't know either. Like, is it still illegal? I mean, can't you just make alcohol? You can't distill alcohol. You can make your own shore. But you can't make it to distribute. Okay. Yeah. But even then, it's like, what? what's the market? I don't Aside know. Aside from just being rebellious 
for the sake of being rebellious. I don't know. I mean, maybe they they really just are fans of like um, still explosions. Like they're just trying to see if they can just blow up a still in the middle of Kentucky. And they get into it too. They get into a little bit of like the, the thought process behind it as to why it's even still a thing. I know yeah. it is still a thing. Uh, uh, Potswoggle co-host Michael Whidden was recently in Gatlinburg with his fiance at an improv festival. And they bought like four different kinds of fucking moonshine. Which, have you ever had moonshine? No, I have not. It's terrible. Yeah. It tastes like straight up, like rubbing alcohol. Is it like Everclear? I've had yeah. Everclear. It's worse than Everclear. Okay. It's the fucking shits, man. There's no upside to moon. Let's just watch the show. I don't fucking rant then. I, hey, I think uh, this is going to be an educational experience. This yes. is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see this, watch it, come back with some interesting thoughts. So uh, we're going to make sure it's available on Netflix for streaming. And if it is, we're going to watch it. Yeah. So. Hang on just one moment. We'll catch you after the break. Hey, everybody. Guess what? That show is not available. Good. So I could just go off on it real quick. Do it. Or not even the show. The show is fascinating. But for the same way, like, fucking Pawn Stars is fascinating. At, at, like, at a certain point, you're not watching for the items. You're watching for what this gelatinous family is going to fucking do next. <laughs> like, who are these fucking people out in these fucking woods using bamboo for shoots, shoes for shoes? They're, 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 they got, like, 30 teeth. These fucking hillbillies. I swear to God, all right? I'm not a hateful person. But hillbillies? They can... Get with the fucking times, man. Hell yeah. I love this, Rich. This is awesome. Even Civil War reenactors have fucking smartphones. God damn it, man. It is the 21st century. I mean, there's so many parties that, even if we're just talking about making alcohol, they're going to do it so much better than you could ever do it. Um, You could do it for tradition's sake or whatever, but hey, make a new tradition that isn't totally retarded. And and just outdated. Yeah. It's it's done. It's over. Yeah. Get over it. I feel like it's filling the void of like, oh, well, it's not really cool to, you know, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of like the, the right wording for this. Oh, well, it's not exactly kosher to, you know, really back the Confederate flag anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, out loud, I'll still have it in my bedroom. That's right. But I can get, everyone can get behind getting drunk, right? Uh, that said, it is it's still a fucking fascinating show. Yeah, I'm um, sure it is. It is it's like, like an episode where, uh, like, they, they find old moonshine from like a crash in like the 50s in a a river or something uh and like they take it out and it's like that's cool that's pretty cool but there is zero fucking reason to make moonshine in 2015 we have i'm sure if you told a f- fucking moonshiner that, oh yeah, they made a computer that could play chess against a human being and beat them, they'd be like, holy shit. Now you, you make a you make a computer that can fucking make their moonshine better than they make their fucking moonshine. Yeah. And it's like, well, God, it's just. I'm with you, buddy. How about this? How about rather than having a show about moonshiners, 
we do every other show, like American Pickers and Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, with all the cast drinking moonshine. <laughs> like, imagine a drunk American Pickers. That'd be an interesting. That'd be an interesting one. Or crossover episode, something like the that. The one you probably wouldn't be able to do that for would be Intervention. <laughs> That'd probably be counterproductive to the it show. It probably would be. It'd be cool, though. <laughs> or Celebrity Rehab. Yeah. Although that probably just has it as part of the fucking gimmick. Or like Ghost Hunters. With oh, that would be yeah. great. That would be awesome. What's that other ghost hunting show with like the bros? They're like Jersey Bros. It's like Jersey Shore meets Ghost Hunters. I have not heard of this. It's it was like the one that was on like Travel Channel, I think, or something. Or no, that was on Travel Channel. It was on like the bootleg Travel Channel. And yeah, I think uh our friends Jackie and Leonard would tell us about they would I get what I remember. Yeah, you know what the you're one talking I'm talking about, about now. Can't remember the name though. All right. All right, uh, we're going to respin. Yeah, we're going to respin. Oh. I can't even say this. Don't look at it. Don't look at it cuz I'm going to try and it's going to be terrible. And there's just no way. Oh my god. It's enough. It's all right. Marito Lagai Nakuri. 2011. Fresh out of college, five kids, Amy, Ravi, Cherry, Sanika and Ayan are about to get a taste of the big bad corporate world as they embark on their gig as interns at Jakas TV, India's biggest youth channel. Fucking A. Let's go. We'll catch you after the break. Let's go. Guess what, everybody? Third time's a charm, I Third swear to God. The charm. We don't even have to get into it. That was, a, that was a bullet dodged. Yeah. Moonshiners would have been at least interesting and fascinating to just look at those people. Those people. All right. Oh, here we go. The Problem Solvers, another Cartoon Network show. In this colorful animated series, a trio known as The Problem Solvers, Oddball Roba, Cool-Headed Horace, and his pizza-loving pet, Alfie, works to right wrongs and unravel mysteries in the town of Farborough. Oh, John DiMaggio does a voice in this. Aside from that, I've never heard of this before. You? No, never. All right. Came out in 2011. Uh, we'll see. All right. Let's check it out. It probably should be there. <laughs> this is like, we're always going to end up with a fucking Cartoon Network show. Yeah, pretty much. Or an Indian show. Or a British show. Who knows? Okay, everyone. We'll be right back. Catch you after the break. Ever since the late Stone Age, there have been unique individuals who solved problems. This is the story of three such heroes. Alfe, Roba, Horace, the Problem Solvers. And we're back. We just watched The Problem Solvers. Uh, cartoon, Cartoon Network, 2011. And this is the definition of, not the definition but this is the example of why you don't give hipsters nice things. 100%. This is the example of just the, the diminished quality that results from so many people being alive. And so many people having the ability to make art. That's what it is. I think it's just... The diffusion of resources for art. That might be part of like... The more microscopic part of it, 
I think bigger picture, I think this is just people trying to do just trying too hard and just trying to be different. You yes. can't mm-hmm. try to be different. Your vision just has to be different. Let's yes. just run through this real quick. Sure. All right. Show starts. Oh, we're out of pizza. Uh, oh, they get pizza. They're at, and then they're out of pizza. And they don't have any problems. Opening credits or whatever you want to call them. They go to the pizza store. There's old people in front of them. Those old people aren't old people. They're kids. They got old from a roller coaster. Uh, it was a time-twisting roller coaster. Uh, oh, what do we do? Put it through them, put them through it backwards. And guess what? It worked. Problem solved. Uh, then they close the roller coaster. But the pizza guy that loves pizza wants more pizza. Uh, and through horrible logic is told pizza time was yesterday. So he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just go back in time to yesterday. Mm-hmm. Gets in the coaster, goes backwards, gets pizza from yesterday, uh, brings back a dinosaur somehow. And there's a dinosaur uh, attacking the city. Uh, next night, he does it again. He does it again. Does it again to the point where he's a baby and he's bringing back dinosaurs and uh, caveman and everything. They go to Tuxedo Dog to ask him how to fix it. Uh, I'm not... There's no context here. I'm not leaving anything out. They just go to a character called Tuxedo Dog. Half the conversation is about a, a Sherbert mm-hmm. uh, that... Has nothing to, it is apropos of nothing. Um, he tells them exactly what to do, uh, which makes me think he was behind it the whole fucking time. That'd be a good twist. It would have been a good twist. Uh, so yeah, they have to, what they have to do is they have to travel to the end of time, uh, and then they do, uh, uh, and then they travel to some Tron like universe, uh, but along the way, or they have to go back and collect every Alfie or Alpha or whatever through time. And then all those people defeat a big watch and the problem's fixed and they go home. So let's talk about that. Um, right from the get go, before I even wrote an iota of plot or synopsis or anything, all I wrote was, nope, just too weird for me. The aesthetic of this show is complete garbage. It looks like shit. It looks like fucking hipster puke. It's, Yellow Submarine meets Windows 95 Paint meets bullshit. It's just bullshit. <laughs> it's it, 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 sort of a tagging along to some of the thoughts you just brought up a couple months ago is my thought of the stylize it raw or stylize it shitty because we're not actually talented enough yeah. to make it look great. Mm-hmm. So So... Yeah, then you just pass it off as we did this on purpose. Exactly. Because it's the style. Set that bar as low as you possibly fucking can. Uh, Literally, the second thing I wrote was trying too hard. Another thing I wrote was trying to do way too much. (laughs) Like you said, uh, Yellow Submarine meets like Windows 95 or whatever. But again, yeah, and there, there were just a million things where they were just trying to do way, way, way too much. Jokes that just weren't hitting. Uh, just not the right again vision. And, and to the uh, the three main characters are like a human dude who looks like shit, a kind of like superhero robot type character. Some kind of looks like Guardian from Young Justice, <laughs> and then Alfie, which is like a pet, but it's just a big brown kind of bear. Kind looks of like dog. Sweetums from the Muppets, but mm-hmm. animated. Yeah, 
Um, and it's just big and dumb and all about pizza, which normally I'm all about characters that are all about pizza. Michelangelo is my favorite Ninja Turtle. I've gone on record as saying that. Oh. I will till the end of time. I've gone on record as sure. saying that. <laughs> under, penalty, uh, under penalty of perjury, I've, I'm sure, somewhere. If not, I will. I know I will. Mm-hmm. That'll be like part of like my the juror hearing or something. Yeah. So, all right, well. That is a good question. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? That's a good question. And Why? Well, do I have to give just one reason? This idea that we're talking about right now is funnier and more clever and more interesting than this episode <laughs> of this series we just watched. It was hot garbage. And this this the last sort of criticism that I actually wrote down was I will never be a fan of the style of animation where every character's lips look like uncooked hot dogs. Mm-hmm. It's just unnerving and unsettling to me. It's like you're taking two pieces of phallic material, sticking them together to make it look like a vagina. It's just, no, it's just, get out of here with that stuff. It looks gross. Because even if it's not what they meant, that's what they got me thinking about. It's like, why does everybody's lips look like dicks? Have you ever seen Super Jail? This made me think a lot of Super Jail, which made me think of what the question I wanted to ask to actually get us to talk about something because there's nothing to fucking talk about in the problem solvers except for the, what the real problem is, is hipsters. Hillbillies and hipsters. God, God damn, it. damn it. Oh, this is, this is, this has got to be like the most angry I've gotten on any podcast that wasn't Podswoggle. This is wonderful. Again, this is. Hey, this is your honest feeling, and it's true, oh, and I'm man. with you 100%. I haven't disagreed with you once, Rich. <laughs> so, what were you going to say? Because the question I was going to ask, I'll, I'll ask that later. What were you going to say about Super Jail? Okay, so Super Jail is an Adult Swim cartoon that is, its aesthetic is also very kind of raw. However, um, it's consistent. It always reminded me of, like, the doodlings of, like, a, a junior high school notebook. However, um, I, I enjoy Super Jail. First of all, it's geared toward a mature audience. Yes. Blood, gore, all that stuff. But um, Super Jail was an idea that somebody had, an original idea, an mm-hmm. original vision that was executed. And I think the product um, is worthwhile. Ultimately, I'd rather Super Jail exist than not exist because even if it's not completely your cup of tea, I, I find it funny. It's cool enough. Uh, yes. After I gave it a second, I remembered exactly what Super Jail was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember watching or just catching a couple episodes, not on purpose or anything. But correct me if I'm wrong, was David Wayne involved with that at any point? Point, or did he do like voices or something on it? I'm pretty I sure he's so. involved is at he some point. The um, the warden. I, I think he's the warden. I think he is yeah. the warden. So is I he from? Where's he from? The state. Stella. Yeah. Wet Hot American Stella, Summer yeah, director. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I may just be biased from that, and that sort of opened my mind to liking it. But I remember I didn't hate it. Whereas like my first instinct, because of the animation and that style of animation, I've never been attracted to. I was just. Uh, right off the bat, like, uh, fuck this. Do I want to say fuck this? Is that David Wayne? Oh, well, let me. Okay, that was funny. Because I fucking trust David Wayne. Sure. What I was thinking of, the other things I was thinking of that this reminded me of are both Comedy Central cartoons. Uh, and this answers my question of like, what's the fucking worst cartoon you've ever seen? 
Uh, and the two that I think of are Trip Tank and Ugly Americans. Okay. I don't have you have you seen I either of those? I remember Ugly Americans. It's yeah, that's, that's the best you could say is you remember it. And it's just this garbagey, non sequitur, non joke, trying to be unique because it's weird, but it's not. It's just weird type of show. Yeah. No effort whatsoever. It just thinks it looks different, but it's not. I don't know. I feel like those shows, again, just trying too hard. They're trying to be the metal of animation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's Metalocalypse, fucker. I, I, you know, it recalls to mind Adventure Time, like a poor imitation of that, which in itself, you know, w- which we reviewed and went over yeah. and everything has its ups and its downs. I don't know what I'd know, what I'd be able to say is the worst cartoon I've ever seen. Um, it was the Problem Solvers. It was the Problem Solvers. <laughs> fucking suck. They're, I don't know. There's been lots of shit. I'm, I have a, a very sore spot, too, for shit directed at children. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so. I think there's some stuff that they made in the 80s and 90s that was really inappropriate to market to children. Like what? Uh, a couple different things. Like, wh- I'm having a hard time kind of thinking. Because when I think of like 80s and 90s cartoons, I think of like... Uh, like those Saturday morning like toy cartoons. All right, I don't want to bring it up ever again. Okay. There's a there's a Toxic Crusaders cartoon. Oh, Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I remember I had a, an action figure of yep. of uh, the main Toxie. So, yeah. So I don't want to really get started yeah. on it at all. But that to me again, it's something in the the thread of like. Who thought this was for children? Yeah. Like, this is in fucking insane. And those other shows that we talked about, like uh, Super Jail, Trip Tank, mm-hmm. Ugly Americans, those aren't for kids. Right. Totally not. And this again, was for kids. Yeah. And the story was such that it was like, okay. But again, aesthetically, it it's kind of drug-fueled and just... I don't know. I very much don't like shit like this. I want to give a shout out, big shout out to a wonderful TV show. I'd much rather talk about the good shit. The Adventures of Gumball is a phenomenal fucking show. I'm a huge fan. If you ever get a chance to see it, they do, they have a really great style. They have like a very like cell shaded um, driven animation. However, they'll do a lot of like real backgrounds, like photos and stuff. Like like plaid? Do they have a lot of, like a lot of plaid in the character's wardrobe? Like if so, a character's yeah. wearing like fabric. It yes. Looks like, okay. Stuff yeah, like I've that. Caught a couple scenes here and there. And it is a phenomenal show. I love it. The antithesis of this, like for children, but well done. Again, just qual- quality. You know what's lacking in this show? Any element of quality. Yeah, and just, you know, I think that comes back to just there's no real vision to this. Oh. People that just had an opportunity and they took it. And I'm not going to begrudge anybody, uh, you know. For... I was totally getting ready to do that. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, if fucking... Cartoon Network says, hey, uh, we have an opening. And instead of, you know, actually like scouring for people who have like ideas and are waiting to be seen, you got anything? We'll pay you a bunch of money for it. Mm -hmm. I'll fucking come up with something. No, right. (laughs) Okay. In that case, I do see it. But yeah, there's got to be some Cal art student 
who's got something exactly. better yeah. than this. Like, again, Adventure Time, regular show, all sort of approach the kind of absurdity mm-hmm. that really tanks this show, but they have redeeming elements and they always pull yeah. back from it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the worst like kids cartoon I've ever watched. I'm trying to think to back to like when I like the cartoons I used to watch and what just used to make me just turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm, tr- I'm having a hard time thinking of something. Yeah. I remember probably the least funny cartoon I used to watch as a kid, but I would still watch it. Probably Ah Real Monsters. Okay. Nicktoon. It was like, I would watch it, and I liked the animation. It was a similar animation to Rugrats. I think it was the same. It was classic, classy Guspo. I totally butchered that. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, But just never really, like, uh, jostled my emotions one way or the other. Mm Mm-hmm. Cat Dog strike struck me that way. Yeah. I feel like I watched way more Cat Dog than I ever really wanted to. Yeah. And it was, but just it was like, on. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I think that probably I want to say that sort of came out around the same time as like SpongeBob too. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. Same I agree. Cat Dog uh might have been overshadowed by its uh, opening theme. I'm so glad you say that. Probably the biggest disparity between like opening theme and actual content of the show. Can you think of the inverse of that, of like a phenomenal show whose opening just sucks dick? Maybe particularly a cartoon? Ooh, man. Uh, this is a great question. If you could think of anything, uh, tweet us at Picked Up Pod with what you think. But I can't, uh, off the top of my head, I'll probably have something for. Uh, for you by, by the next time we record yeah that's a good fucking question uh oh because i feel like if it's a good show it's good enough to know that like even if it starts out with a shitty theme song it just eventually like uh stunts it or just gets rid of it altogether and just has like a like a like a 10 second musical opening it probably is that it's some show that truncated its opening because yes. it just wasn't that good yeah or not as good as a show yeah uh oh man yeah fuck that's a really really good question uh also along the the cat dog lines Uh of great song shitty show would probably be uh uh uh, believe it or not i'm walking on air oh the greatest greatest American hero yes uh I've, i've never seen the show but it lasted like what less than a season but I could sing the the entire song by heart. So I think that's got to speak to something. The original Spider-Man cartoon. Okay. The Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I mean, that's, that's iconic. Where, that's where that came from. And then if you've ever seen the memes on the internet of like all the horrible or like non sequitur kind of images that yeah. come from that show. I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah. I think that would probably be the leading candidate um, without, you know, Trudging into uh, the annals of TV history. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking Problem Solver sucked. I hope it got canceled. I didn't even bother to look it up. Yeah, fuck that show. I Really, I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm getting... I feel that anything that is created... Um, is created, exists in this universe. And 
I think that there is like a moral obligation to create with quality and betterment and that there that there is a wrong in creating bad things, things of bad quality, not like evil or nothing. This show's not evil, but it's like junk. This is like the junk mail of existence. This is just going to float around and I don't like that. But the fucked up thing is the people that made that yeah. think that's it's not even that they think, oh, well, uh, we did something and we had to get it. They probably think that's fucking great. I would love to, t- to talk to them. Absolutely. To figure out if they think that it is high, how high of a level they think yeah. that was. Or, or if they would like just blame everyone else for its shortcomings. Which is it, like, uh, this doesn't seem like a show that really took in a lot of studio notes, buddy. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Uh, uh, this was a good conversation. Uh-huh. I feel like we covered some important stuff here. And I'm really happy with what happened at this table tonight. But the biggest reason I fucking hate this show is because it didn't even have the fucking dignity to be bad enough for us to laugh at it. Mm-hmm. It didn't even have the... It's not even funny bad. It's just infuriatingly bad. Maybe it would be different if there was someone else in the room and we could all collectively laugh at it, but I feel like we're just wallowing and loathing in it. And just complete junk. And everyone who was involved with it should be ashamed of themselves. I Quit. mean that genuinely. Well, except for John DiMaggio. Yeah, except you for keep him. doing you, bro. Yeah, you do it up. So um, that's gonna do it on this very uplifting episode. Picked up. Okay. I, well, well it, it, I don't pick it up, Rich. Do you pick it up? <laughs> no. No. Agreed. Awful. Don't watch it. Shoot, I wish we could go back and give you a disclaimer. Don't watch oh, it. Oh, maybe we can use that roller coaster to go back in time and tell people to not watch this. Yeah. That'd be oh, great. I get the show now. Totally makes sense to me. Well, you know, in that case, I pick it up. We want to thank you all for listening. Yeah, we really seriously. appreciate it. If you watch the show, like, so sorry. Yeah, I wish I could give you, like, your money back if you did or whatever. Your but time, this is free. Your fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Instead, take Look, our apologies and condolences and, and hit us up with a review or something. Absolutely. Uh, value your time. Value quality. Um, hit us up with a review. You can f- subscribe to us on Stitcher and iTunes. And again, rate, review, subscribe. Big deal for us. Uh, it's a huge help for us, so please do that. Let's just call that podcast currency. Podcast like, currency. That's what we're here. We give you this. This masterpiece of criticism uh, and public advisory in terms of staying away from some bullshit. Very true. And uh, all we ask for in return is is feedback. It's and, kind words. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we would love that. You can contact us a number of ways. You can find us on Facebook by searching Picked Up Podcast. You can email us if you're the office type at pickeduppodcast at gmail.com or um, one of our pretty much our favorite ways. You can tweet us at Picked Up pod we again love the feedback send us whatever you like yeah uh rich what you got going on as far as personal things personal stuff um twitter average cami instagram at rich cami four and uh, there's only a day left by the time this drops uh well by the time this drops just under two days left of march o madness it is pod swoggle's wrestling themed video game tournament 
to you know to respond to NCAA's March Madness. Oh, go ahead. The only authentically simulated yes video game wrestling tournament. Uh, submit your bracket for free. It's easier than ever to submit your bracket this year. Just go to potswoggle.com slash marcho dash madness. And yeah, submit your bracket for a chance to win your choice of either uh, two free tickets to any live wrestling event, non-pay-per-view in your area within the next calendar year. Or we got the okay for this. I don't know if we told you, but uh, uh, the same Michael Whitten that got that moonshine in Gatlinburg, him and his fiance, they're tying the knot towards the end of July and somebody's got a plus one and you could be the one of that plus one. Uh, and there's stipulations and stuff to that, of course, but you get to party with the Swaggle Squad in the place where it all began, Gainesville, Florida. I, uh, I've partied with the Swaggle Squad on a number of occasions, and I can tell everybody out there listening that you want to do this. So please submit a bracket and hope for that grand prize because you'd have a killer time. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, for sure. For me, you can find me on Twitter at mbravo, mbravo. Um, I'm going to make an Instagram because somebody else was showing me some funny stuff on there too. So I might as well do that. It's a cool medium. It it's is. fun. It's pretty neat. It does seem like like all the only parts of Facebook like you give a shit about. Yes. Like I don't have to put up with anyone else's shit, which there you don't get a lot, a lot of politics of, on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> politics and dumb articles and yeah. it it's like the problem solvers of social media. More or less. Something like that. Although um, you can't switch accounts. Come on, Instagram. I got multiple Instagram accounts. I gotta on. access them easier. Easily or what? Maybe I don't deserve two accounts. Get man. Get right. Get right. Get right. <laughs> uh, Gotham will be wrapping up. That's what uh, we'll be watching. Yes, so. we will. And we're we're gonna do. It doesn't do come. A... It doesn't come back. It's like on another hiatus. It doesn't come back to like April nineteenth or some shit like that. To finish the season. Yeah. They have like two episodes left. Uh, Three. I think they got like four, maybe four. Yeah. I know. All right. They got to right. write themselves an ending. Yeah. Uh. We'll catch you guys up on our Gotham thoughts on yeah. another podcast. But thank you so much for listening, as always, for myself, Robert, for my great friend and co-host, Rich. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thanks for picking us up. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.